Hakio listeners and welcome to the extended July Sumo Preview. Uh, I'm Clayton. Uh, welcome to Let's Learn Sumo. Might wonder what Hakioi is firstly, wouldn't they start the episodes with all the time? Hakioi basically means fight with a bit of passion. That's the one of the things the referee says when he starts the bout. You'll hear it. Hakioi. It's a great thing. Let's start with a May tournament review. Uh, the May tournament occurred in Tokyo uh, at the Kokugakan, big stadium, about 10,000 people. Really great atmosphere. I've been there a couple of times uh, for sumo tournaments, uh, most recently in January. Uh, I think the highlight of that was Takakesho fighting Midori Fuji. Uh, it's probably one of the better sumo bouts I've ever seen. If you ever get a chance, uh, have a look at uh, Takakesho's fights from January on replay and look for the Midori Fuji fight. It was uh, there's a bit of passion, a little bit of history there. I think the uh, there's some video of Takakesho and Midori Fuji as teenagers fighting uh, in high school. Midori Fuji was uh, obviously quite uh, small compared to Takakesho even even then. Um, certainly, Terana Fuji, uh, the return of the Yokozuna uh, on the east side. He was the only Yokozuna at the moment, the, the uh, top-level sumo. He returned from uh, some months uh, of knee injuries. Uh, he last hurt himself in the September tournament 2022, and he came back in May. There was a bit of concern he might not make it through the 15 days. Well, he does. He did make it through, and he won the tournament in a uh, pretty good style. Uh, only suffered one loss, but uh, of course he wears uh, some fairly large braces on his knees. Uh, the old days, they weren't allowed to wear those braces, and they would have probably had to fight in uh, pain, to be honest. His first match pretty much put it out of out of misery. Uh, Shodai, who's uh, one of the upper Megashira, went up against uh, Yoko, uh, went up against uh, Terunofuji. Really pushed Terunofuji back against the uh, the hay bale, but you know there's a bit of class and experience. He just beltless arm throw, twisted around and threw Shodai clean out. Uh, it was a pretty easy win to be honest. Wakamoto Haru, one of the uh, Sekiwake, who's on an Ozeki run, trying to get up to the next rank. He put Terunofuji under a bit of pressure, but uh, again, pretty easy win there. The only person to actually get a win against Terunofuji was Meisei, who uh, kept him moving sideways, didn't let him get a grip, uh, really kept him mobile, but he finally got his right hand onto uh uh, Terunofuji's belt and got him into Yorokiri position showed he wasn't unbeatable. It was a really good uh, win for uh, a mid-ranked uh, Megashira. In the end, however, class, experience, and he showed why he's at the top level. So I sit here at the moment with my Midori Fuji pen that a friend brought back to me uh, from the May tournament, a little green pen, great little souvenir. Uh, if you go to Sumo, you'll uh, enjoy having a look at some of the, the weird little flags and souvenirs and banners that you can buy. Um, certainly, one of the big discussions out of the July tournament was probably the discussion around the dead man rule. Uh, Ura lost to uh, what well, can only be described as the, the leaning tower, Kotonowaka, who's uh, close to two metres tall, big man, likes to win by leaning on people and wearing them out. He started a bit of a leaning grip battle that lasted a bit over a minute and a half. It was uh, really quite a long 
effort. Um, Ura started going backwards and Kotanawaka pushed forwards as Ura basically jumped uh, as Kotanawaka went down. Uh, as Ura went out, uh, he was pretty much in the air as he went backwards. So the judges had a what they call a mono-e, which is where the uh, judges at the side of the ring come together and discussed it. And even though Kotanawaka actually touched the surface first of the ring, uh, they judged him to be the winner. Uh, and what they meant was, as a basically, Ura had no chance of winning. He was not in a position to win, even if he came down, because both his feet were in the air and he was actually outside the ring while he was airborne when the uh, when uh, Kotanawaka went down. There's a few other speci- uh, you know, special things that they look at in terms of control and who's going forwards, but that's basically the debate around that one. Uh, Ura was probably a little bit unlucky, but uh, that's the exception that they come up with. So the Banzuki, which is the uh, ranking list, it came out last week. No real surprises at the top end. Uh, the new Ozeki, Kirishima, previously known as Kiribayama. Uh, he's the new Shin Ozeki, or new Ozeki, uh, and he starts on the east side, while Takakesho being the uh, the senior Ozeki, he moves to west. Uh, that gives them a bit of balance, so they've now got two, uh, two Ozeki uh, at that top level. Uh, I would think that uh, Kirishima will probably give Takakesho a run for his money. He lost, uh, I would say, fairly easily to Tera Nafuji uh, in May, but I think he's probably learned a little bit out of that. So the three guys looking to get up to Ozeki, so you've got Hoshoryu, who got 11 and 4 in May, Daisho, who got uh, 10 and 5 in May, excuse me, and Wakamoto Haru, who got 11 and 4 in uh, May. They all need to get at least double digit wins. Ashoryu 12, Daisho 11, and Wakamoto 12 to get their Ozeki rank. Look, all three are capable. Do I think they'll get them? Look, I would think that maybe Hoshoryu will give it a good run. Uh, he's pretty much close to it. He is in pretty good form. Uh, Wakamoto Haru, look, he, if he has a good tournament, I think he'll uh, he'll get there. I'm, I'm not so clear that Daisho will get there. Uh, I he, you know, he pulled out double figures in May. Uh, he lost a couple of, you know, key matches against some fairly easy Bushiki in in May. Uh, picked up a freebie from Kotoshohu to Kotoshohu to get him to ten and five. So, you know, he'll push hard, but whether he gets there, Wakamoto Haru, who's uh, Wakataka Kage's brother, uh, look, he had some some good wins. Uh, he beat the other Sekiwake and Takakeshu in May. Uh, likes a likes a good left inside right outside grip. Uh, looks looks fast for the grip at the uh, at the start the touchy eye. So let's get on to the Komasubi ranks. We've got uh, Kotono Waka and Abi uh, making up that rank. Uh, Kotono Waka and Abi both could only manage eight and seven. They got a winning record, punched their winning card of eight and seven, but you know, hardly spectacular at that point. Um, didn't really press their claims. Kotonawaka, you know, he, he he's a big, tall guy. He's he's plus two meters. He's got a fair bit of weight on him. He likes to get in there and get a one arm grip, which I think is a bit of a you know, it's a bit of a problem going forward. He he really does need to use that second hand, but he. 
He uses that height and weight advantage to lean against them. Have a look for him leaning against the other sumo, uh, uh, the Rashiki, one arm, uh, maybe a bit more consistency, a little bit more diversity about how he goes about it. I think sometimes people push him around a little bit when he doesn't uh, show any diversity and skill. Arby, well, he got his Kachikoshi of eight and seven on the last day. He he took out Kiribayama, Daisho, Wakamoto Haru and Shodo along the way. Um, He lost to an injured Takayasu. I don't know how. It was a pretty basic frontal pull down or Hatakakomi. Uh, I just don't know how you get through all those difficult Ozeki and Sekiwaki upper rank matches and lose so so easily down the bottom. Just a bit of concentration there. So, you know, maybe uh, maybe he'll pick it up mentally at the next tournament. Tobizaru, probably one of my favourites. The Flying Monkey, they call him. He got his Kachikoshi 8 and 7. He had a couple of difficult matchups, picked up some wins against uh, Takakesho and Hoshoryu. Lost a few matchups, like evenly matched Nishi. Nishiki Fuji, sorry, let's say that again, Nishiki Fuji, um, and the pretty poorly performed uh, Midori Fuji in uh, in May. Still, he got his promotion to Megashira One, uh, and he'll have a he'll have a few hard matches this time uh, from Megashira One. Uh, he's sitting in West, so he'll uh, he'll likely have the Yokozuna along the way. He'll have Takakesho. Uh, you know, two two pretty hard matches. You'll have Hishoryu again, who's sitting on the east side. So there's three pretty decent matches that will uh, get him working for it. What can we expect to see at this uh, July tournament? Well, who's going to be in contention? Uh, it's clear that Terunofuji's back. His knees, whilst they're, you know, holding out, and he's got those knee braces to save him, he's pretty likely to take out the July tournament. Takakesho, uh, Zeki, look, I think he's unlikely to win it. He uh, he showed some what I could either say is desperation in in pulling some henker moves where he jumps sideways at the touchy eye. Yeah, I don't I don't see him pulling a a tournament win at the moment with his injuries unless his knees improve significantly. Kirishima, the new Ozeki, look, he's an outside chance, but I did hear yesterday that he was training and actually hurt his elbow, so that'll be interesting. Uh, he left training, but he claimed that his elbow was fine. Uh, there is a former Ozeki, Asanayama, who's back into the Megashira groove. He's climbed up the ranks a little bit after his uh, return from... COVID <laughs> breaches that got him in a little bit of trouble. Um, he fought a couple of pretty good matches, came away with uh, a 12 and 3 from the tournament. Uh, he only lost three matches, which was Terunofuji, Daisho, and Hokuseihu, which was a you know a pretty good tournament for him. His loss to Terunofuji was pretty interesting. He was trying to push out, but he fell to pretty much a standard of Watanage twisting throw. It seems to be a, a fairly stock in trade for Terunofuji. He seemed a bit basic, if I can use that term. He's a quality uh, Rashiki uh, returning to high levels. It'll be a good test of where he is and whether he can show them that he's uh, back where he deserves to be. He'd be looking for uh, to get back up to uh, Ozeki, I'm sure. So let's look at the double-digit doers. Who's going to get the double digits in this tournament and really push their claims? Well, of course, I think Terunofuji, Asanayama, uh, Kirishima, the Ozeki, Wakamoto Haru. Look, I think he'll he'll press out his uh, double figure. Uh, Daesho, mm, 
look, he, he's a 50-50 to get there. It depends on, uh, keeps his concentration. I assure you, look, he's running pretty hot now and I think he's uh, he's definitely going to press that as a could claim. Oh, ho, uh, we've seen him before. He's a, he's a possible Takayasu uh, down the ranks a little bit. Uh, if he's fit, uh, he pulled um, a 10 and 5 in March, but he, he was injured in uh, May and left halfway through the tournament and then came back. Bright point, he beat Arby with a pretty, you know, pretty basic frontal pull down. Yeah, I think uh, Takayasu, if he can get himself healthy, that'll happen. Oho pulled out an 11-4, really good pushing technique, lots of hands, a really good centre of gravity. Uh, I think he's got pretty good diversity in the way he goes about it. Uh, he should he should give it a good run for a, a double figures. Outsiders, uh, well, certainly the new uh, Jurio promotions, Gonoyama and um, Hakuoho, uh, who was previously called uh, Ochai. Uh, those two guys got promoted in this tournament. Uh, I would think that both of those are capable of a double-digit run. Uh, Gonoyama, well, you know, uh, I expect good things from him given uh, they pushed him straight into um, Megashira 13. The 19-year-old, Hakuoho, look, he's on a big run. Can he compete at this level? I'm pretty sure he can. He uh, He's uh, showed himself to be fairly good at these uh, higher levels uh, in Jurio. Uh, debuted in 2023. It's only his third tournament, 14-1. and one. Look, he only lost to a playoff to Gonoyama and, uh, in May. So uh, that being said, he's so new he can't even form a top knot in his hair yet. So rising stars, well, we've spoken about those. Uh, certainly Kirishima, I think he's our next Yokozuna, to be honest. Uh, I think uh, he, uh, if he can stay healthy, he's definitely got the build to... Uh, to not put too much pressure on his body, and he's certainly got the skills. Matchups to watch in this July tournament. Well, certainly Kirishima and Terunofuji. Uh, that'll be a good one. I think Kirishima would have learnt something from his loss to Terunofuji. Wakamoto Haru, belt gripper, likes that. Likes to get in fast and get one inside arm. Um, I think he found out that that was probably a, a path to losing against Terunofuji. So uh, I think a lot of people will have sitting sat and watched Meisei beat Terunofuji by his movement, his balance, uh, not letting Terunofuji get a grip. I think a lot of people will give that a run this tournament. Hakuoho and Goanyama, well, look, I, I think uh, I'll be interested to see them against some uh, higher-level guys uh, and where they can take that. Look, Midori Fuji, any fight that Midori Fuji has is full of passion. Uh, and he tries his hardest. Look, has he got the weight to compete at this so at this uh, level? He's only about 110 kilos compared to some of these guys who are pushing 170, 180 kilos. He he has a technique, but I think lost a little bit of uh, lost a little bit of his way uh, in July. I'll be glad to see him come back. He he pushed out a, a double digit in uh, March in Osaka, so I'd like to see him come back. Parol Nishiki Fuji uh, pulled out a, a three and twelve. Talk about coming back to earth with an almighty thud after a ten and five in uh, in March. Nothing worked, and uh, he had a couple of unlucky losses. So who's going to flop in July? Well, look, after watching Oyama, 
Uh, look, he's been around a long time. His knees and his body, he just doesn't seem, the big Bulgarian, he just doesn't seem to have a lot of answers at the moment. He's fallen down to uh, Magashira 17 East. He's got a pretty simple pushing style and his lack of speed has really got him at a disadvantage at the moment. Uh, I think he's probably pretty lucky not to have been demoted, to be honest. He's He's been running these low numbers September last year, six and nine, seven and eight in November. Got a winning record in January, but uh, yeah, March and May, both losing records. I uh, would think that if he doesn't uh, pull out Kachikoshi, he's down to Jurio uh, next tournament. Endo, yeah, look, I'm a fan of Endo, but he is in deep trouble. He uh, lost his first seven matches in um, May before pulling out with uh, knee issues. Uh, he's great to watch if you see some of his earlier stuff on uh, YouTube. Some really good good fights he's taken out there. Look, he's fallen down to 16 uh, East. He's in de- deep trouble if he uh, if he's still injured. Uh, he couldn't couldn't manage a single win. Uh, in May, 0, 7 and 8. Let's hope he gets somewhere along the line uh, and uh, pulls out a, a winning technique there. There's a couple of guys down the bottom. Ichi Emoto got uh, demoted to Jurio. Uh, Mitoriu, he also got demoted. Um, so, yeah, a couple of guys came up. Uh, I uh, always like watching uh, a couple of these guys fight. Uh, Probably one of my favourites is Koto Echo, number 11. Man with the really big shoulders. He uh, probably a bit unlucky. He lost a close one to Asanayama after a uh, judges conference in Mono E. I thought he was a bit hard done by not to get a rematch after seeing the replays. But, you know, that's the way it goes. Uh, still pulled out a, a winning card of 8 and 7 uh, on the last day, I believe, was his, was his winning tournament. So that's the July tournament. Have a look on YouTube, see if you can find the uh, Abima feed. Uh, Grand Sumo app is really good for your replays, so uh, have a look there. Look, there are a couple of uh, feeds around that you might be able to find it. One called Sushi TV. It's a bit uh, half and half sometimes, uh, and uh, hopefully you can pick up the tournament in Australia. Usually starts about 5 p.m. and runs to 7 p.m., uh, so it's four to six, and we're one hour behind, so five to seven in Australia. Um, let's go on a bit of stick bug sumo watch. Um, it's hard to watch some of these lower divisions, and there's no replays put on the Grand Sumo app, so you just got to pick them up on uh, Twitter and sometimes YouTube. Look, I like young Najima from Kumamoto. He's in the Minato Heya stable, uh, Ichinojo's old stable, who just uh, retired. Look, he's a young kid. He's only 17. He's uh, about 80 kilos, uh, 177 centimetres. He debuted about a year ago. Uh, you, you'd really need to go and have a look at some of his fights on uh, YouTube. Put in Najima, N-A-J-I-M-A sumo, uh, and have a look. He, he takes out a couple of very large guys with some interesting uh, throws, and uh, I, would, I would think that uh, he... Uh, he uses his mobility to his advantage. Now, he flopped a bit in May. He only got, uh, they only fight seven fights in his division. And he only got uh, two and five. So he had a pretty poor tournament there. But he, uh, four and three in March and uh, only just got a three and four in January as well. So let's uh, hope that Najima pulls out a, uh, a decent one. Well, that's it for the July tournament. We'll have a look halfway through the tournament and 
maybe do a, uh, a review of the first few days. Hope you can join me. I'm Clayton. Hakioi. Thank you.